one knows how to play poker. 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 But do you know how to play poker well? Well, get ready to talk poker strategy with the people who run the games. Hear interviews with the stars. Get information on when to play, where to play, and how to play better poker. 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 This is Poker Action Live, a weekly poker show with your hosts, Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez. And welcome once again, everyone. Big Dave Lemon here, uh, riding solo in the studio. Joe is going to join us by telephone in just a couple of minutes. Uh, we a little bit under the weather tonight and uh, doing a show from his house. And I am here in the studio in Pembroke Pines, and we will bring you another edition of the show tonight. Lots of stuff going on here in the month of January. Uh, not only here in South Florida, which just saw the conclusion of the Seminole Hard Rock Lucky Hearts Poker Open uh, which is now a WBT, WPT Deep Stacks event. Uh, the main finished up uh, yesterday. No, I guess it was earlier today. No? What is it? Uh, today is what? The 25th, I guess, uh, as we do the show? Uh, yesterday. It was uh, in the afternoon yesterday about uh, 3.30 uh, that the main event finished up, and we'll give you all the results. And we'll talk a few other things. Uh, the Borgata Winter Poker Open is uh, underway with its main event. Day 1C getting ready to start this evening. Day 1B was earlier today and 1A yesterday. So a uh, big tournament there, $3,500 buy-in. In, in the first two flights, they had uh, 1,160 players. Uh, they're down to 270 out of that group, and then there'll be one more chance for people to enter in. Uh, they're calling it the Almighty 500. And uh, they are working on uh, qualifying people there for day number two, and uh, we will uh, follow that and give you some of the results of what we have uh, in that one. It's kind of funny. Uh, let's bring our partner in, Joe Rodriguez. Uh, Joe, I uh, hope you're feeling better this afternoon, and uh, get back to health real quickly. Seen life, huh? I forgot that a third of the room is always sick year-round, and uh, I, I guess my immune system is down after being out of the business for about three and a half years. So. It's like it's like working out at the gym. You gotta you gotta work out the at the immune gym also. Yeah, no, and the funny part was I actually had to work three twelve-plus hour days in a row to cover for uh, a former employee of mine who's a supervisor there who actually went to the hospital. Wow. And as it turns out, uh, I almost joined them there. So, uh, but hopefully, hopefully, I'll receive some good news tomorrow. So See, let's wait. Uh, to be honest, I didn't think they had enough people in there to get uh, to get you sick. Uh, I, well, we didn't. <laughs> I had well, you know, Mike Cal no, that we both kidding. worked that's with just, at Miami Highlight. He's the one who got sick, and uh, that's I had to cover for him Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. I that's when I fell apart. So, yeah, I'm just teasing <laughs> this, you because this I know is where that I've been all week in bed with, in, in a lot of pain. I know they are working hard to try to uh, build up their clientele there. Uh, you are having some uh, pretty good success with some tournaments, which has always kind of been Dania's niche over the years. Uh, the big uh, Friday night tournament still running pretty well? Yes, yes. And and we, we actually didn't do too bad this past Friday, even though we were competing. I believe at the aisle had that 100000 guarantee for $150 buy-in, which is uh, the same buy-in that we use on Friday nights. Um you know the the Seminoles, Coconut Creek, the Isle. You know they 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 have seemed to ratchet up their uh, their tournament schedule up against the same days that we've done. But you know they've uh, Dania Highlight has shifted from that Friday tournament, which is a 10K guarantee, and one of the nice little things about it is you're high hand eligible for the first three hours of the tournament. But uh, you know we've been running two free rolls on Mondays and Wednesdays, and uh, 
we've been having tremendous success with both of those. That's that's great. Uh, good to hear. And I know that they're having some success with some of their concerts and some of that stuff. Uh, certainly, uh, we want all the rooms to survive and do well, and uh, every, everything's uh, moving along well. Uh, one of the things I wanted to comment on when I uh, saw a story today is the winter, uh, the Borgata Winter Open up in Atlantic City, and uh, you're, of course, f- familiar with the Atlantic City area and been there over the years, and Borgata's still probably the top room up there without question. Uh, we kind of look back over the years we've done the show and to think back to Chipgate, which was, of course, uh, uh, in the Winter Open in 2014, when uh, the tournament was disrupted, when they realized that counterfeit chips had flown into the game, uh, really all at the hands of one fella, Christian Lusardi, who was caught. Uh, it was kind of a comedy of errors on his part as he tried to flush the chips down a toilet of Harris, and it was across the street from the Borgata and eventually got arrested and uh, went to jail, was sentenced to five years, not really for the poker uh Discretions, but but for uh, counterfeit uh, Chinese uh, CDs and DVDs that he was caught uh, involved in. Anyway, he got a five-year sentence and then three years probation after that. Anyway, the story came out, I guess, in the last few weeks that he had been released after eight months. And I guess there was uh, some of the people in the poker world said, "Nah, that's not that can't be possible." Did some research, and uh, the story came out today or the last couple days that he is still in prison and. you know, it's something that has uh, not gone away for him. He is still uh, in the in the prison in Edgefield, South Carolina, and his expected release date is June 8th. But, uh, you know, you, you you want the punishment for crimes like that to, uh, to, to ha- carry some weight so that it doesn't happen again. Well, let me tell you, that five-year sentence, though, Dave, was probably on federal charges. Yeah, it was. For piracy. And, you know, I wonder if... if, if you know the the crimes that he committed, you know, in New Jersey at the Borgata. Um, if they were to run concurrently with his federal charges, yeah, most likely that's probably the way. And and so I guess if you get technical, he wasn't really punished for uh, his discretions against the poker exactly. world. Exactly. But uh, like we know in uh, uh, you know CSI and uh, all the TV shows we've watched over the years, if you can't nail somebody on uh, something due to a technicality, you'll probably get him on something else. Yeah, well, listen, you know, they, they I, I certainly hope they squeezed them enough to find out who counterfeited the chips for them because, you know, this, this wasn't a one-man operation, that's for sure. Yeah, no question. Uh, a lot of things to talk about tonight. The World Series of Poker has released their entire schedule. We've kind of been giving you a little uh, information piecemeal as they uh, doled it out to us in uh, little snippets along the way. But uh, we'll talk about some of the new events. There's actually eight new events this year. And uh, there will be 74 uh, bracelets this year as opposed to 69. So they did drop a couple, but they added some new things. And it'll be interesting to talk about some of those. The Colossus is back, of course. Uh, Obviously, the main event will be a few days after the 4th of July kicking off. And a lot of other great tournaments, including some new innovations. So we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, Also, uh, the big local tournaments here. Uh, the Lucky Hearts Open just uh, completed. Uh, earlier in the month, we had the uh, Isle Classic. And, of course, uh, internationally, we had the big tournament in the Bahamas, the Poker Stars uh, Championship Bahamas, which was won by Christian Harder. Uh, we talked about that last week and the week before. Uh, he won the main event down there. But the Aussie Millions is also underway with their main event. So we'll, we'll take a look at that as well tonight. Uh, finishing up uh, yesterday, as I mentioned, uh, Boca Raton's Michael 
Grafeo, or I guess we'll call him Grafio, as uh, we're not sure of the exact pronunciation, but Michael Grafio, the winner of 290000 in the uh, Seminole Hard Rock Lucky Hearts Open. I did get a chance to get over there on Monday, and uh, these tournaments uh, are all so successful. Saw a lot of our good friends and talked to a few people. Uh, Al Gomez, I know, is playing, and after having a good finish in the Isle Classic, uh, he is also uh, making some deep runs in some of the events, but not just local people. You see all people coming in, and uh, you saw some uh, pretty big names uh, making uh, deep runs in the tournament, including Lonnie Harwood, who ended up finishing third. Um, she collected 110000 for her third-place finish. Good for her. And Aaron Massey, who we've had on the show as well, uh, made the final table, but unfortunately was knocked out with a short stack in ninth place. He took home 25 k But uh, Graffio wins 290000 D'Antonio Brown took second, 178 k uh, He led a l- major part of the tournament. And uh, some other players at the final table, Mark Levy, Charlemagne Benjamin, and T.K. Uh, Miles uh, finished in seventh place. He's a, a guy who I've run into in a lot of tournaments uh, covered over the years, including a second-place finish at the uh, World Series of Poker Circuit up at the Palm Beach Kennel Club, which will have its latest incarnation in February. But uh, uh, the numbers com- continue to be unbelievable for some of these events uh, at the Hard Rock. Uh, their first tournament that we mentioned, a $360 buy-in, uh, they had 4,756 players. That was the one we talked yeah, about last week. Yeah, a real number. That uh, Jerry Wong actually uh, had a four-way chop and, and finished uh, as uh, taking home the trophy and the, and the biggest share of the, of the winning money. But 4,756 players for that one. The main event was an $1,100 buy-in with a million-dollar guarantee three starting flights, and a total of 1,509 players. So uh, they ended up with a uh, prize pool of uh, just under uh, $1.47 million. And, uh, you know, it, it, they seem to have no problem recently making any of their guarantees and, and filling up these tournaments. No, well, hey, Big Dave, you know, this is – we saw the writing on the wall a few years ago when they started increasing their their big tournament schedule, you know – Obviously, once they made that deal with the WPT, you know, the sky was the limit. You know, they started doing things on their own, and now it just seems like they're tying everything in together. As you said, this was a WPT deep stacks. And, um, you know, it's hard to compete against a giant like that in this industry. You know, we we have to give some kudos to, like, the Isle and West Palm Beach uh, Kennel Club, uh, you know, which tries to compete with them, you know, but, uh, you know, this is a destination place now for tournaments, Dave. No question, uh, and they do a great job. Uh, it's funny when I was over there and uh, stopped and had lunch at Hooters and uh, overlooks that what used to be the big lake out there that people used to see the fountains going off in, and they filled in most of the lake, and they're actually going to put the new casino there. Uh, they're going to take down the old one, and uh, I don't know. The hotel obviously is still going to be there. I'm not sure what they're going to do with all that first floor space, but uh, they are going to actually uh, make a whole new casino there, and they're going to start building in May, from what I was told. And who knows what's going to happen with the shopping areas and the paradise with all the clubs and everything. But, uh, you know, it's it's they're moving onward and upward, obviously uh, making some great money there. And, and, and believe me, if they're, if, they're, if they're shutting down something that is as successful as they are right now to build another one, Something tells me they've already agreed to some sort of pack with the state as far as forgetting roulette and uh, craps coming in. 
Yeah, I, there's been a lot of talk, and obviously we're going to see some of that, what's, what's going to happen. I really do believe that, that that is what's going to happen. It looks like a bill came out today that I was just reading about uh, that uh, Bill Galvano uh, put out to, for the uh, Florida legislature to look at. And it does appear that there's a good chance that uh, uh, you know blackjack will be a part of the paramutuals around the state, that... Uh, Different places uh, that have wanted very badly to get uh, slots uh, will probably get them, uh, especially if they've had a referendum in their county that people have voted for it. Uh, there's a good chance that some of those places will get. The story by Nick, uh, Nick Sortle that came out this week was very interesting because he talked about uh, uh, not north and south, which a lot of people look at the different parts of Florida and, and uh say we have two different states. Of course, we have lots of different states, but uh, east and west is really what probably this is all going to come down to. You have Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Palm Beach on the east coast, and the west coast is, is something that really hasn't gotten a lot of stuff. Tampa obviously wants some stuff. Uh, North Florida wants some stuff, but the fight is going to come down to uh, Naples, which is uh, Lee County on the west coast of Florida, and the nearby Indian casino that they put a lot of money into at Immokalee, which is about uh, a half-hour drive from many of the interstates, whether it's uh, I-75 or, or Alligator Alley. But, you know, a lot of people go there because they're the only ones that have the slots on that side of the coast. So uh, there's going to be a big fight there, and uh, Naples is going to fight uh, tooth and nail. And if they get something, the Indians may pull out of the compact. Well, listen, you know, this is, <laughs> the, the, the state, you know, kind of gambled that they had the upper hand against the Indians, and then when uh, the ruling came down against them, you know, the tables got completely turned. So, you know, I don't know, Dave. I, I can't see how they would give slot machines to certain parts of the state and bar it in other parts of the state. That, I think, would open themselves up to lawsuits there on their own. You know, and this is, you know, this is, they should have signed that. I mean, as far as from the state's concern is they should have signed that pact, you know, back when they had the chance and they had the leverage on, 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 on the tribe. Now it's the other way around. And, you know, I don't know what you think, Dave. I don't know if, if they opened it up and just left the revenue that, uh, that the Seminoles and, you know, the Hard Rock is producing for them on a yearly basis and see if you can make more by just opening it up to the whole state. I think that's the way they have to go, especially especially in the future. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Obviously, uh, nobody wants the competition in their backyard, but certainly uh, I think they've offered the Indians enough uh, positive things that uh, make it something that they'll uh, finally accept. Uh, one of the things that the uh, anti-gambling people uh, are fighting. They think it's just a big uh, gambling grab for the whole state, but they're going to uh, trade out some things, including uh, killing off dormant permits that aren't being used right now, uh, which makes it appear that uh, they're not just letting gambling expansion run wild. Uh, and there's also plenty of times to uh, plenty of time right now to talk about uh, the tough negotiations before the two uh, the House and the Senate convene later in the year. Yeah, but let me tell you something, Dave. I know, I know that, I, and I still, I mean, I don't know if Miami Highlight 
property still has. I know for many years they held the dormant license for Tampa High Rise. Yeah, they do, and that would be uh, one of the ones that was probably yeah, killed off. They I sold think. the Ocala one, right? But I think they were still holding on to the Tampa one, as far as I know. Right. If if there's any inkling that the state's going to open up to anybody who has a paramutual. I can't believe that somebody won't step in and buy it. I mean, damn it, we got foul racing and quarter horse racing in a in a historic, beautiful racetrack where they're doing quarter horse racing now in Hialeah and whatever the hell barrel racing is. I don't know if you've ever seen one. I know I have, I have it. I have not. <laughs> but, you know, they did that just to get a poker room up there. So imagine if they're going to be getting slot machines. They'll take whatever license they can get and, and open up whatever they have to open up to get that. I'm just thinking, Dave, you know, people, I don't know how you feel about opening up gambling to the state and making it, I don't want to say like Vegas, but, you know, Miami Miami would definitely give Vegas a run for its money if it ever. Oh, no question. If, if it ever, you know, was allowed to open up, you know, Las Vegas-style casinos all over the beach and all throughout South Florida, you know, this thing where, where the pack with the Indians goes away, I mean, may open that door to, you know, the Genting companies and, and all the other people who who would come <laughs> come running over here, forget about you know, they'd just they'd just be dashing, knocking down the doors to, to build casinos over here and I'm sure the state could work out a very favorable uh tax situation with them just because, you know, what we only have the best weather to offer and and the nicest beaches to offer. Well, it's one other thing about this bill that Galvano is uh, releasing here, filing uh, 112 pages in the bill. So uh, there's obviously lots of aspects to it, but uh, one of the things is that they would allow uh, a couple of destination casinos, one in Broward County and two in Miami Dade. So. Uh, you know, you got Genting and you got uh, the Sands and you got uh, different people that will be waiting to jump in on that, which was all would also uh, possibly be a deal breaker for the Seminoles. Well, yeah. Well, but if but if but if you allow those places to open up, first of all, the Seminoles wouldn't be generating the revenue that they're generating right now. Okay. So you know, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have gotten whatever tax dollars were based on based on their revenue. Secondly, the, generous, the, re, the revenue that's going to be generated by, by destination casinos on the beach in Broward and in Dade, my guess would, would more than, than double what, what they've been producing over there, if not triple or quadruple yeah. the amount of revenue that they've been producing over there. I mean, they've, they've done an incredible business over there. They really have. It's, you know, what they've done in the short amount of time that they've been open is incredible. So can you imagine if you had three destination casinos down here with with the deep pockets and the backing of all the other you know of the other uh, gaming corporations, uh, you know, this would just become an incredible incredible place for people to come. I, I would imagine that within a very short time you'd have more than than two in Dade and one in Broward. Well, when you look at how many different apartments and. Uh Rental communities are sprouting up all over uh, Dade and Broward County. You would think that uh, somebody thinks something's going to happen here soon. Yeah, well, listen, you know, if casinos ever do come here, uh, you know, if you own property, especially on the beach, uh, get ready because your property value is going to go through the roof. Okay. So uh, that's going to be wonderful for, for so many of the people here, you know, in South Florida, uh, 
I just believe the economy will just go through the roof down here. You know, it, it, it'll be a, in my opinion, it'll be a more positive effect uh, than the drug boom that we had here in the late 70s and 80s when the economy was thriving because of drugs down here. I think that the casino with all the different jobs and everything else that it bring here and the money that will be spent here and the people that have to come and live here, it, it, it'll just continue to grow. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you before we take our first break is about uh, three-card poker. You're there at the room uh, in Dania, and they did have tables in. Are they are they playing there? Are they open? And uh, no, is there any not. people? No, there were ones where where they had three-card poker. There is another game. I actually got to meet the gentleman. He gave me his card, and you'll forgive me. I know his first name is Michael. But uh, he's come up with some different type of game. I I saw him speaking uh, to our manager over there, but I don't know if they made a decision to bring this game in. According to the gentleman in the brief conversation that we had, it's legal and it's you know along the lines of of what they had before. But there's no backing. I, he tried to explain it to me, but uh, you know I was I was on duty at the time and and didn't get all the all the details but well i can tell are, you i can tell you that i did read i did read about the the aisle has opened some tables uh and it is three card poker but the difference is uh they had to uh, have a customer be a banker and now what they're saying is that anybody at the table can be a banker uh of course you can only lose up to what you have in the table in front of you so uh it kind of cuts out some of the big uh bonus jackpot bets if you if uh the player didn't come with deep pockets, so uh, there's something uh, that they're trying over there at the aisle, and I'm not sure if that's uh, really going to change anything about this or not. But I was just curious. Well, what it'll change is definitely the bonus bets. No one's going to be wanting to play the bonus bets. Right. If you know you're not going to get paid for it, why bet? Why make the bet? Yeah. Which is now, the big when deal. I was in, you know, when California had players banking games like baccarat and blackjack. Uh, or California 22, I think they called it. I don't know if it's still called that or not. Uh, I don't know if you knew that, but you couldn't bust in that game. Mm-hmm. You know how in blackjack you get to 22 and you bust? Well, in California 22, you could get up to 24 and still win the hand. Oh, wow. Yeah, because uh, if 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 uh, if the other person has to stand on, on a 17, you would win because you're only three away from 21 as them being away four away. And, you know, the, but everybody was uh, afforded the opportunity to be the banker. Yeah. You know, and in Baccarat, you could have been the banker, I believe it was for two hands. Now, then they could pass it on to somebody else and so on and so far. Now, obviously, the people with the deeper pockets, you know, banked it more often than not, but it did move around the table. Okay. So... You know, if if you get the right people with the deep pockets, you know, the game could succeed. And from what I understand, I didn't know this before, Dave, maybe you did, but, uh, you know, most of the rooms are making very good money from these games. Yeah, I, I they were pretty happy with it before. Uh, then the state uh, threatened to crack down. A lot of places took it out. Uh, some of them just kept on doing it because they were doing so well with it, but... Uh, uh, some of these places are trying it once again, and that's why I was curious to whether they were playing at Dania or not. Uh, not at the current time. Okay. Not at the current time. Well, we'll see what happens. Well, let's take our first break in the show. Let's tell you about Gulfstream Park. The big weekend is is upon us. 
Pegasus World Cup, which is this Saturday. And uh, I, I just want to caution people. I mean, that's obviously very exciting. There's going to be uh, national coverage on NBC for the races. Uh, the big race is a $12 million purse, $1 million entry fee and winner take all. California Chrome is one of the favorites, along with uh, Arogate. So it uh, should be a great race with a lot of great horses and a lot of uh, big-time players. But I want to caution people to the fact that this is a big, high-roller event. And the average person that goes to the track on a regular basis parks their car for free, walks into the track, picks up a, you know, a program or a, a racing form for 4 or $5 or whatever, and then goes to the window and bets 2 bucks on a race. This is probably not the race for you uh, because they are going to have big charges out there. There's going to be parking fees. And uh, the cheapest ticket is for Frankie's, which is $64 per person to uh, just to get into Frankie's Bar, which is not even inside the track. But as far as the track goes, uh, the cheapest price for general mission is $100 a person. So uh, just be aware and check out the website before you head on over there. Give a call over to the track if you want more information. But we're talking about uh, Ten Palms and some of the big restaurants, uh, $550 uh, for a, per person, uh, up to 750 So it's a high-roller event. There's going to be a lot of uh, sheiks and uh, royalty from the, the Middle East, from Dubai and Abu Dhabi and, and places like that that have racing over there. And uh, Joe Schmo from uh, Hallandale or... Uh, um, Hialeah is probably not going to uh, find themselves like they're feeling like comfortable and in the right place. So just check that out. I just want to make sure the poker room is closed on Saturday. They're going to have a special event in there, and I think it's three hundred dollars just to get into the poker room. There's not going to be poker, but uh, it is a special party in there and uh, big ticket prices. So uh, don't make your plans to go to Gulfstream if you just watch your regular dollar, two dollar, no limit game. Uh, there'll be plenty of time for that in other days. Uh, exactly. Is this, that which, this what is have you heard special. about it around town, Joe? I was just going to say, this is a very special event, and they're treating it as such. So if you are going to make plans to go there, just be aware that it it will be a pricey day, and there will be a lot of people there. Now, I mean, the racing is going to be fantastic. It's going to be very exciting and uh, packed, and I'm sure a lot of... Uh, uh, people dressed up uh, very nicely, and it really be a classy event. So uh, if it's something you do want to go to, that's great, and uh, enjoy it and have a great time. And they have some beautiful merchandise uh, associated with the race, and it's going to be uh, fantastic. <laughs> the food and drink is going to be spectacular, but it's not the regular uh, racing guys' uh, day. So uh, check it out, and check out the site, and you'll you'll get lots of information about that. But... There's lots of other days. There's 364 other days this year where you can go and uh, have a great time at the poker room or the, the slot machines and have a great time at the track. There is great racing uh, on the weekends during this great winter season, but uh, this is going to be just something a little bit different. I want to make sure that people know about that. If you're interested in playing poker, maybe wait till uh, Sunday or Monday. Head on over to play one of the tournaments, uh, 7 o'clock each night in the poker room, and you can check out that schedule or check out the uh, room there and give them, a, give them a call at 954-457-6336. That's the poker room number if you want information about what games they're presenting 
and you can do that uh, at any time. They're open almost all day, uh, certainly 24 hours on the weekend and 18 hours during the week. So just about any time you want some information, you can go to their website or give them a call. Once again, the number is 954-457-6336. Gulfstream is located in Hallandale Beach in between I-95 and the beaches. The address, if you want to plug it into your GPS, 901 South Federal Highway in Hallandale Beach. Pegasus World Cup this Saturday, the 28th, at Gulfstream Park. Welcome to your playground. This is Poker Action Line. This is Big Dave for PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Want to know what's really cool? Your charitable tax-deductible donation every time you play. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com, the feel-good gateway to fun and prizes. Play free. Learn our system. Get 50,000 free chips and play for prizes. Play for scholarships that benefit Caribbean students. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Take it from Big Dave. A win for you is a donation to Caribbean education. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Can you tell if this burger contains bacteria that could cause kidney failure? Listen. Can't, can you? You can't see it either. There's only one way to tell if you've cooked meat and poultry to a bacteria-killing temperature. Use a food thermometer. It's not an extra step or a nice-to-have. Raw or undercooked meat may contain bacteria that can make you very sick or worse. One in six Americans will get sick from food poisoning this year, and roughly 3,000 will die. But you can keep your family safer by using a food thermometer every time. Learn more about this and other important information. Check your steps at foodsafety.gov. That's foodsafety.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the show. Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez. Joe uh, with us by phone tonight, feeling a little under the weather, and uh, be back here in the studio next week. Uh, let's give you a little information about the World Series of Poker, which uh, today released their full schedule. It's the 48th annual event and uh, 74 bracelet events culminating with the main event, which starts on July 8th this year. May 30th is uh, opening day, and uh, things will kick off with the employees event actually on the 31st. Uh, some of the uh, interesting parties and stuff start on the 30th, but the 31st is going to be a couple of events. It's a Wednesday. Uh, the casino employees event starts things off as usual, 565 buy-in there, and the Tag Team Championship, which was uh, quite a success last year, uh, teams of two to four players competing in that $10,000 buy-in, Doug Polk and Ryan Fee, the winners last year, was uh, later in the event, it was still toward the beginning, but uh, uh, this time it's going to be kind of a big kickoff event there for uh, some interesting stuff on Wednesday the 31st at 3 p.m., uh, as I mentioned, uh, and we'll bring Joe back in uh, to talk about some of the events, by the way, uh, now that you're back dealing over at Dania, maybe you get a couple of weeks off and go out and deal at the World Series. Any, uh, yeah, any thought of that? Yeah, that would be wonderful. I could enter the employee tournament now for sure again. Exactly. So, you can pay uh, for your whole trip with that in one fell Let me tell you, if I can get the time off, I, I, that, that sounds like a plan. Maybe, maybe we can both be out there and do a show from out there together. That would be great. Uh, you can win your whole trip uh, one fell swoop, uh, taking yeah. advantage of other the, these other uh, casino rum-dums. 
there you go. There you go, <laughs> man. And, it's, and, and first place there is usually a, very, a nice prize pool for that. Yeah, so. no question. Uh, there's several new events this year, including one called the Giant, one called the Marathon. Uh, there's a Big Bet Mix uh, 2500. We'll talk about a few of these. Uh, the tag team event is, as uh, I mentioned, event number two. Uh, the next new event is event number eight, which is a uh, $333 WSOP.com online tournament which has uh, unlimited re-entries and starts on June 3rd. The Giant that I mentioned is a $365 no-limit hold'em event that starts on June 9th. Uh, unlimited re-entries in this one as well. Payouts in every flight. And what they do is, uh, I guess it's every Friday uh, starting the 8th, or I'm sorry, I'm starting June 9th, and then through July 8th, like five different uh, opening uh, sessions, but not consecutive on days. It's like one a week. So uh, uh, you're out there for the event, and you can buy in and uh, re-enter the next Friday for uh, day 1B and then the following Friday, day 1C. So kind of interesting, something new. And you said they get paid after each flight? There is payouts uh, in each flight. Uh, I guess if you make the money and get knocked out, then you get paid, similar to the Colossus. Oh, so I guess at a certain point... A certain percentage is going to get paid, I guess, 10 or 15, 20% of the field, whatever yeah, number it is. Yeah, 15%, I think, is the number that they've designated. So once once you've hit that in a flight, I guess you start getting paid. Huh? Yeah, for That's sure. That's an interesting concept. Did uh, they mention any of the ones that they, they're not bringing back? Because we know there's about four or five that are not coming back, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, would, I don't see it in this story, so I'd have to kind of uh, compare with last year's schedule and come up with that on a later show. Uh, okay. But I will do that uh, eventually. Uh, Omaha High Low 8 or Better is uh, one of the first major events, event number four on Thursday, June 1st, $1,500 buy-in. And then the next day, the 2nd, 3rd, and 4th of June, there will be six flights in the Colossus to each day, 10 a.m. and 4 p.m., 565 buy-in. And again, similar to what I just mentioned, they'll, be, so they'll reach the uh, pay level uh, before the end of each flight. So. Very possible that you can uh, uh, bag up in several different days and uh, and, and play on. So uh, Colossus will be the, the third edition of the Colossus. First year they had uh, over 22,000 people. Last year over 21,000. So uh should be pretty exciting. First $10,000 event outside of the tag team is uh, the Seven Card Stud Championship on June 2nd. Uh, one of the other new tournaments uh, coming in now is the... Um, event called the Giant uh, that I just mentioned, and also the Marathon, which is on uh, event number 23, uh, $2,620, uh, similar to a marathon. Obviously, a marathon is 26 miles, 285 yards. So uh, <laughs> you're going to start out with $26,200 in chips, and there will be 100-minute levels. That starts on June the 2nd and runs for five days. Uh, wow. Another cool event that that I that kind of caught my eye was one called the twenty five hundred dollar Big Bet Mix, uh, which is going to have the following games played in it: Big O, No Limit Hold'em, No Limit Do Seven Low Ball, PLO High Low, No Limit Five Card Draw, Pot Limit Omaha, Do Seven Pot Limit, and Low Ball Triple Draw. That starts on June thirtieth. Uh, $2,500 buy-in, and it's called the Big Bet Mix. So I think a lot of people are going to be excited about that. Yeah, especially with the way all these new games are expanding now. Each year they've, they've added more and more tournaments with them. 
And uh, let me tell you, Dave, isn't it amazing, though? They're up to what was it Did you mention 74, 74. or 73 uh, tournaments this year? 74. 74. Wow. And it starts May 30th, and the main event starts, what, about the 7th or 8th uh, of the July? The 8th of July. Man, it's amazing that they get so many tournaments that this thing has run so well in, what, 73 tournaments in roughly, what? Seven weeks. 45 days, yeah. give or take, not even. Yeah, seven weeks about, so right in there. Yeah, it's, it's really is amazing. It's a lot of really work amazing. and uh, a lot of hard work, and uh, certainly they have pulled it off and uh, continued to expand. Uh, some of the tournaments that are back on the list, uh, the Millie Maker, will be June 10th and 11th. Uh, the little one for one drop returns this year with a $1,111 buy-in, July 11th through the 13th. The Monster Stack Tournament is back. Seniors uh, will have a No Limit Hold'em Championship, and the Super Seniors will be uh, two days later on June 18th. Uh, the Seniors is 50 and up, and the Super Seniors 65 and up. And then the, no, the ladies uh, will be right back up against the main event uh, on July 7th. So uh, that uh, probably will be cause for a little bit of a complaint, but uh, I guess if you play and then uh, you do well, you'll have to just wait to one of the later uh, days to buy into the main. And are they still doing the 10000 1000 Yes. <laughs> have they had any men enter it in the last uh, I didn't pay attention last year there was, I, I think there was one such this, idiots. I think there was one this year the guy, oh, the guy from Miami year, uh, right? Tony Roberto I think was the only one <laughs> oh so stupid so stupid so they'll try to increase the uh, main event obviously uh, which seems to grow uh Last few years, uh, it kind of leveled off there for a while after uh, Black Friday, but last year had 7,637 players and uh, was won by uh, Kui Win. So uh, we'll look forward to the main event, which again is uh, July 8th, 9th, and 10th. So uh, it seems to be getting a little bit later every year, but uh, obviously you need to fit uh, some of these other events in there. So uh, and I don't know. I don't know if it was the excitement of this year's final table. You know, with uh, William Kasuf and, and everything else that went on with this year's uh, final table, but it, you know, we were just talking about it last week when he when he took uh, when William uh, agreed to the uh, to the heads up challenge by Stacy, uh, which is and, coming up and, just and around it, the corner, by the way, February sixth. Exactly, but I mean, and it's so funny that you know the WSOP you know schedule comes out. It, it almost seems like it was yesterday. This year's, for some reason, seems to, you know, we're still talking about it in, in late January. Yeah, no question. Uh, we'll see what happens. It's fun. It's uh, always something going on. And, uh, you know, uh, next time we turn around, we'll be doing the uh, uh, press conference by phone with the WSOP people, making plans to uh, get some hotel rooms and get out there. So everybody points to that just seems like there's so many other things now to do that it's, uh, it's hard to make your choices on what you want to attend. But it is nice that you can actually stick around home if you want to here in South Florida and play these major events uh, just about every month. Yeah, you, you, don't, you don't need to fly, you know, take a five-hour flight to get that, that rush, you know, to heading west or, or a three-hour flight heading east 
We've got we've got all the excitement and all the tournament poker you can handle right down here in South Florida. Yeah, no question. Uh, stuff will be happening obviously when legislatures uh, reconvene. I think Florida uh, gets back later this month, uh, in the end, end part of January and into the beginning of February. Uh, but there is some talk in, in other places now. Uh, last week we talked about the bills that uh, have been filed in Virginia for a chance to bring in some. Uh, brick-and-mortar pokers, poker rooms, uh, but they're also uh, opening rooms in uh, New York. New York, The state of New York has had plans to uh, open some casinos upstate, and two of them are ready to go, including uh, February 8th is the opening day for the $330 million Rivers Casino. There's a Rivers in Pittsburgh, but there would also be one now in Schenectady County. Uh, 5,100-square-foot gaming floor, uh, 15-table poker room, 1,150 slot machines and 77 table games, along with a 150-room hotel, operated by Rush Street Gaming of Chicago, and uh, so it will be exciting. There will also be one in Del Lago, called the Del Lago Resort in Seneca County, uh, which I think is closer up to Buffalo, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Do you know, Joe? Uh, actually, I've never heard of it, so it must be far away. Yeah, it's up there uh, near Buffalo, if I'm not mistaken. The $425 million uh, facility there. We'll have a big hotel as well. Twelve poker tables there. So uh, they are uh, adding more around the state for a while there. It was just, uh, you know, down near the city in that area. Of course, the, the big two Indian casinos have been open for a while, but uh, you had Turning Stone also as well. But uh, expanding in New York and then, of course, uh, Massachusetts uh, will be taking off over the next year or two as well. Listen, New York, just it seemed like it was inevitable that it was going to wind up there sooner or later. So yeah, so many people from New York were born in Atlantic City, Foxwoods. They were just letting too much money leave the state. Now, as far as online poker, one more state has now been mentioned as a good possibility this year in 2017. A bill introduced in Hawaii uh, on January 20th that would establish the Hawaii Internet Lottery and Gaming Corporation. Uh, revenue from Internet poker would go to public schools in the University of Hawaii system, along with other programs. Uh, so we'll, they'll be voting on that this year. They don't have any brick-and-mortar casinos, and I don't think have any desire. Uh, one of the few states that doesn't have it, but will certainly be throw their hat into the ring, along with the other states that have been trying for a while, including Pennsylvania, California, New York, Michigan, uh, Massachusetts, and Washington. So uh, a lot of stuff going on this year, and of course, uh, if Jeff Sessions is uh, um, <laughs> confirmed in the next uh, few weeks, uh, we could have a big fight on our hands uh, with a reinterpretation of the Wire Act, and Sheldon Adelson will, Adelson will get his way. Uh, Adelson, by the way, has also been in the news, and I did want to mention this. It's probably, uh, you know, like pocket change for him, but he did uh, uh, undergo some uh, problems the last uh, few weeks. Uh, let me get the story here. Problems? Yeah, it's uh, some stuff in his foreign uh, business dealings. But, you know, this guy tries to act like he's squeaky clean and doesn't want any gambling. But uh, he was charged. Uh, in fact, they were uh, they settled out of court uh, for corrupt practices uh, in uh, the Foreign uh, Corrupt Practices Act, uh, which is around the world. And it has to do with stuff that they've uh, done with their Las Vegas Sands business in China. And uh, there was a, one of their employees uh, sued for unlawful termination. Uh, 
said uh, Adelson directed him to collect evidence on the Macau government and their officials that could be used to exert leverage on them to thwart regulation favorable to the Sands. And uh, this, I don't know exactly what kind of a board or group this uh, Foreign Corrupt Practices uh, group is, but they said obviously it's illegal for companies to try to bribe foreign officials, and uh, that's what they were accused of. So they settled out of court for $6.96 million, a criminal penalty to... uh, to uh, stop these illegal business practices. Yeah, you know, that's pocket change to that man. Yeah. That's $6 million. That's like you and I getting fined $20 (laughs) for doing something like that. Yeah, they paid a $9 million fine back in 2016 uh, in Vegas uh, with the Securities and Exchange Commission here in the United States. Uh, But as usual, they admitted no guilt and were not charged with a crime. So they can buy their way pretty much out of everything. Yeah, well, when you have pockets like that, I just, I just wish I knew what, what, what his real meaning is behind all of this and going against all this online gambling and online, uh, you know, poker rooms. But I, I have a feeling we will never really know. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, other news, uh, I did want to mention uh, the Borgata had a huge opening event uh, up there. Five hundred, or I'm sorry, five thousand five hundred twelve entries. Uh, in their opening event, a 560 buy-in. It was the Deep Stack kickoff event. It finished uh, uh, on Saturday, and uh, you'll be uh, happy to know, Joe, that the winner was uh, Aristoteles Neto. Oh, wow, the same guy who took down the <laughs> now-defunct PPC uh, to uh, uh, no, World not, Championship not, two Not years this ago. year, but was it the last year, wasn't it? Or was it two no, years No, last year was uh, the gentleman from Daytona, Vincent. Right, Vince Fiorenza. Right. So the year right. before it was Aristotle's Neto. Aristotle Neto won it the year I was there, the right. year that I went to uh, Aruba to, to you know help them set up and everything. Anyway, it was a seven-way chop in that event. So uh, an event that they bought in for five hundred sixty dollars, you had seven players take home over one hundred fifty grand. Wow! Very nice. So the winner was uh, Neto uh, got the biggest share, two hundred sixteen thousand. Uh, on down to uh, Mo Farah, 171,000, and Juan Nieto Rodriguez, uh, 153. So, one of your one of your uh, relatives up there? There you go. Well, if he is, I'm going to be calling him up and congratulating him <laughs> and seeing seeing if he has anything for his relative here, for his lost cousin. Anyway, that was the opening event. They're now in event 10, the Almighty 500, and starting out event 1C. And uh, the chip leader after. Uh, Day 1A and 1B combined is Jennifer Tilly. Really? Well, we know she's a great poker player. Yeah, she is a good player, and uh, she has uh, close to 500,000 chips, and uh, we'll find out what happens in this final session. But it should be very interesting uh, as they move forward into uh, the next day, day three tomorrow. Yeah, you know, I no longer get surprised when I hear Jennifer Tilly's name uh, near the chip leading board or, or making a deep run in a tournament, you know. She seems to have proven herself uh, in the long run. Yeah, and she was here for a lot of events this year, so uh, they get a chance to uh, talk with her briefly this year as well. Uh, okay, we're going to take another break here on the show. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll look at a couple of other items and uh, finish things out in the program. Uh what is ahead for uh, Dania Highlight? Give us a quick uh, update on what you guys got planned over there. 
Well, they're they're looking to tweak some of their promotions. They have not released them yet. Uh, it seems, you know, appropriate enough that we've been talking about tournaments that we might even expand our tournament schedule over there, um, being that we've had some huge success with that. But outside of that, Big Dave, you know, they they really haven't told me a whole lot. You know, these are things that I'm hearing, and um, things are done a little differently than where I worked before. So uh, um, I had a lot more. A lot more information being that I that I controlled some of it back then, but uh, you know things are done a little differently here. So, I, listen, we're working very hard. We're picking up a lot of very good private games there. And once again, for people who are listening out there, if you've never been to the Dania Poker Room, it is a beautiful, beautiful room. Very spacious and comfortable. It's the reason we're picking up so many private games there. So. Give yourself a chance and uh, go out there and uh, see if you enjoy playing in our room. Okay. Well, uh, obviously, uh, uh, part of the draw is to get a chance to see you. So when will we be back working? <laughs> well, it all depends on how if whether my pneumonia test comes back positive. If it does, I won't be back until the middle or late, or late next week. Okay. If it doesn't, I'll probably be back on Sunday flooring on Sunday. Okay. Okay. Uh, We'll take a break here on the program. When we come back, we'll tell you a little more about Gulfstream Park. But let's take this break on the show. We'll finish things up when we return. Listening to Poker Action Line, you can always pick us up on iTunes, on uh, uh, the uh, Poker Fuse podcast page is a good place to find the show. Uh, Go to the Hold'em Radio Network and listen to all their uh, fantastic podcasts. We usually have a good site uh, on Friday evenings during prime time, so check that out as well. And uh, or you can go to our website at PokerActionLine.com. Uh, Stitcher Radio is also uh, an app that where you can find podcasts, and uh, we are on there as well. So plenty of places to find it. It's Poker Action Line. We come to you weekly and bring you the latest in the world of poker. Let's take this break on the show. We'll be back with more after these messages. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. A lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes, and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean. You can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. 
We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available later this year. Tuesday nights on WFO Radio are all about Nitro. Join Joe at 7 p.m. Eastern each Tuesday night for the live edition of NHRA Tuesday Nitro. Race winners stop by to talk about bringing home the Wally every Tuesday night following NHRA national events. Tony Schumacher. Tony, welcome back. Love being on the show because it usually meant. So we did something absolutely amazing. NHRA Nitro is available on demand anytime at WFORadio.com. Okay, final segment of the program. Big Dave Lemon here in the studio. Joe is uh, joining us by phone, and we'll finish things out here. Uh, but let's tell you about Gulfstream Park. Of course, the big weekend uh, coming up uh, here on January 28th. Uh, if you're a big horse racing fan, you may want to see this once-in-a-lifetime event. Uh, well, hopefully not once-in-a-lifetime, but once a year. Uh, hopefully your life goes on for many, many years, and you can see many more editions of the Pegasus World Cup. But it gets underway this weekend, and, of course, uh, it will be fun. It will be expensive, but it will be uh, the tops in racing and a sport. Uh, of course, it will be broadcast on NBC. You can check out the races uh, late in the day, probably around 4 or 4.30 uh, will be the uh, broadcast, I think, 90-minute show with the uh, the great day. But there are lots of stuff going on, including the resumption, uh, not this week, but next week, of breakfast at Gulfstream, which is the day you can go on Saturday morning, get a brunch, and brunch is $10, a very uh, inexpensive and fun day. You can bring the family because it's a great day for kids. There's lots of stuff to do and a chance for them to uh, get in touch with a little bit of the racing world with the horses and the and the jockeys and the walkers uh, in the morning. Of course, some of the uh, jockeys come around and some of the trainers and talk to the fans. And if you're a horse racing fan, it's uh, something that you need to catch uh, at least sometime during the season. resumes on February the 4th. Uh, February 4th is also a big day out at the track uh, for giveaway uh, with the purchase of a handicapper program or a daily racing form or a buffet in the Ten Palms. Uh, from 1 to 3, you can get a Holy Bull long sleeve T-shirt. Uh, that will be the giveaway item on February the 4th, and there will be others later in the year, including a Ladies' Day surprise on February 18th. February 25th is the Jockey Photo Tumbler. Uh, the oversized beach towel giveaway is on March the 5th, and then the Florida Derby 2017 commemorative glass will be given away on Saturday, March the 25th. Uh, a lot of great programs, including a bunch of big stakes races as the horses head for the Kentucky Derby. Retractable Umbrella will be the final giveaway uh, on Sunday, April the 2nd. So that's all coming up at Gulfstream Park. Uh, we like it for the poker, uh, as I certainly uh, enjoy playing there. Uh, on a regular basis, I like the tournaments, which are 7 p.m. in the evenings, and uh, you get a pretty decent field and and uh, a lot of fun. Nice people. You meet a lot of new friends and uh, have an enjoyable time. Buy-ins are not expensive, anywhere from 50 to 110 uh, for those poker tournaments, depending on the day. So check it out with a brush. You can call them or, or at 954-457-6336. And check it out and find out exactly what's going on as far as the tournaments go. But the cash game's going on all day long. 
And uh, certainly some money to be made there. A great poker room. It's nice and clean with a lot of good workers and uh, a fair game. Uh, it's Gulfstream Park. It's located at 901 South Federal Highway. They have everything there for your entertainment, including shopping, dining, and, of course, gambling, horse racing, the slots, and a lot of great stuff. Check it out uh, any day of the week, but uh, uh, the weekend's probably the most packed. Obviously, this weekend is maybe a steer clear if you're not uh, willing to uh, up some of the uh, high roller uh extravagance that uh, will be going on on Saturday. But uh, outside of that, any other day is a great day to go and have a good time. Uh, check it yeah. out. It's located at 901 South Federal Highway in Hallandale Beach, uh, Gulfstream Park. <laughs> Joe? Uh, yes, sir. You know, you know, you were talking about this. I was listening to every word you were saying there. And, you know, but I'm thinking being that when I was a young boy, my father loved horse racing. I used to go to this, you know, this... This particular day, if they go forward with this goal, you know, with this particular day and having all this this amount of money, you know, the the top four days in, in horse racing are are the three triple crowns and, and the Breeders' Cup. You think this may crack that? Uh, very possible. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's 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 something that the high rollers go to uh, come to this country for special reasons. And if you just add one more, I don't think that's. Uh, uh, you know, filling people's plate too full. I think there's a spot for it. Yeah, I, I believe it, it, there is. And, you know, perfect timing for it, too, a few months before the, the Kentucky Derby. And, uh, you know, I again, unfortunately, I, I, I don't like the fact that the, the, the average fan is kind of priced out a little bit this time around. But, you know, who's to say they won't? They won't tweak that next year and and get their loyal daily customer fan base, uh, you know, an opportunity to to to, to go and watch these great weight races and wager on them and everything else. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. I think it'll be uh, interesting to find out. Uh, two things I wanted to cover before we finish. Uh, the first is uh, what's happening in Australia now. Of course, the uh, the uh, Aussie Millions uh, main event is ongoing there, and we'll be covering some of that uh, next week as far as uh, the results. Uh, they are just still on opening day, so a uh, nice turnout over there. But unfortunately for them, they are going through poker players. There are going through what we went through on Black Friday. Uh, there was uh, an amendment uh, introduced in the Australian Parliament to crack down on unlicensed gambling online. Uh, online wow. online poker has always been kind of a gray area. We know what that's all about. We've been through that. Uh, the proposed uh, amendment really has had the practical effect of banning online poker. Uh, operators would need special licenses, and it's very difficult to retain to obtain some of those licenses in Australia. So uh, uh, big uh, operations like 888 Poker is pulled out over there. Poker stars thinking about pulling out of there, and uh, they are now uh, joined together some of these players with a grassroots program program called the, the Australian Online Poker Alliance, which sounds very familiar because it is, and uh, they are fighting hard to try to hang on to their poker there. Uh, something that I think we were so shocked here in the United States that that it just kind of came and went, and it was over before we knew it. Yeah, and look how long it's been gone already. You know, it's it's amazing. Uh... It's been what over five years now. Yeah, it's, and it's been gone from exactly, us. Exactly. Yes. You know, and with no working on clear six. indication that it's coming back anytime soon. Right. Exactly. Uh, you know, they're getting some of their uh, uh, big pros like Joe Hashem to uh, speak out, and 
he he was actually quoted as saying uh, he said it makes me feel sick to my stomach. He said the the fact that our country allows online sports betting and horse racing so freely, which are both truly gambling, and doesn't allow online poker, that is truly embarrassing. So uh, they have their own uh, two plus two uh, threads that they are pushing uh, the news. Uh, they have a group called uh, Keep Online Poker Legal, and uh, you know. Obviously, uh, regulation and taxation needs to be followed, but uh, you know they're basically uh, having uh, the same thing happen over there, and they're not going to be able to play very shortly, it appears. Well, let me tell you something. If, if, if this particular trend continues down the line in the coming years in different countries, uh, you know, if I was the online uh, poker site. I'd be starting to make some arrangements to start giving some of these countries, uh, their governments, some tax dollars uh, just out of the, the goodness of your heart so you can keep your business afloat. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. I, uh, again, um, we've been through it before, and, and I think maybe if they get galvanized to fight this, then maybe something will happen that didn't happen badly here. Oh, let's hope let's hope they do, and maybe they can show us the way on how to get it back over here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention was uh, this ongoing uh, uh, artificial intelligence poker bot uh, with a matchup against some of the top pros. The four pros going still going. Uh, Add it up at uh, Car- Carnegie Mellon University's bot, which is called Labratus. That's happening up at the Rivers Casino in Pittsburgh. Um, s- scheduled for 120,000 hands in 20 days. Uh, they will be playing through the 30th of January, and some of the results are coming out. And it's not good for the human side. It's very, it's a very one-sided match, and uh, the. The bot took a big lead early, and it uh, was a fight back for the uh, human players to come back and got close to even, but it's really gone the other way lately. I'll give you some of the numbers here. Uh, just a few days ago, three of the four players were down. Uh, Jason Less down $173,000. Jimmy Chu, 129000 Daniel McCauley, 167000 And only the fourth player, Dong Kim, had a lead of just 12,000. So a uh, huge advantage for uh, the, the, the robot, uh, Libratus. It's uh, kind of unbelievable. Uh, Doug Polk, who's watching this thing, he played in the first one against Claudico. But he says, in general, uh, in Heads Up, min raising is kind of uh, weak because the big blind gets a great price. He says, it's interesting that the computer has, chi- has decided to change its strategy on day six, so I assume there was some humor tinkering, uh, which is allowed. Uh, I doubt that the computer decided overnight it wasn't good to do anything other than two and a half times the big blind. But he said the bot seems to really swing for the fences with both bluffs and value bets. It does them in a lot of spots that are pretty unconventional, sometimes in situations where it represents hands. It would have had to slow play on earlier streets, which isn't as common in human matches. For example, if a flop was three spades, and it decides to bet the flop and check the turn, it will still have some massive overbet jams on the river. So uh, as they uh, move along here into the final week, uh, there's been a lot of quotes from some of the players. Here's what one of the other players said, Jimmy Chu. He said, the bot gets better and better every day. It's like a tougher version of, uh, 
of us. He said, uh, the first couple of days we had high hopes, but every time we find a weakness, it learns from us, and the weakness disappears the next day. Uh, it was created by uh, Thomas Sandholm uh, from uh, Carnegie Mellon and his Ph.D. student, Noam Brown. And according to comments from the human team, this version of the bot is far tougher on the river than in previous machines. Uh, Labratus will also often overbet shove on the river for value and as bluffs and generally has the poker pros befuddled. While human players uh, would show some bias in such a river strategy, the machine has remained balanced and thus pretty unpredictable. Each night after a session, the Pittsburgh Supercomputing Center's Bridges computer performs computations to sharpen Labratus's strategy, especially with regards to the river. So uh, it's amazing uh, how these numbers now are about up to about $750,000 advantage for the robots. Yeah, well, to be honest with you, I'm not happy with that because, first of all, conspiracy theorists are going to have a field day now. You can just imagine that. I can only imagine the, the chatter on 2 Plus 2 and all the other poker forums, you know, uh, wondering, uh, you know, how soon will they start implementing this on some of these online poker sites? Well, I think uh, maybe it was only a matter of time before I realized that uh, the artificial intelligence is superior uh, because, you know, there's no emotion involved and that sort of thing. But the bottom line, I guess, is can we find a way that uh, the computer is successful and actually learn from it in our play. You mean, can we learn from how it's played? Yeah, the average player, if he studies this and uh, sees how he changes and I makes decisions. I would imagine if we're, if we're given access to all the research paper and what kind of tweaking and adjustings they did from day to day, yeah. you know, then then you're also getting an insight into the people who, you know, who are programming this, that they've noticed there's a flaw, and they've obviously, you know, according to to the live players, are are making the proper adjustments yeah. and making it that much more difficult. Very difficult. So well, if we're giving, if we're be, if we're going to be given access to that information, so that we can be allowed to study it, and you know, and maybe put it into practical use on our own, then it's fantastic. Yeah, well, that's the hope for me. Anyway, uh, still another week to go. We'll keep an eye on it and give you the final numbers next week uh, and check it out uh, as it moves along uh, going on up there. That's going to do it for the show. Joe, thanks. I know you're not feeling well, but uh, thanks for uh, uh, coming in and, and, and helping well, out by phone, and uh, we'll hope you back in the studio next week. Well, guys, thank you for letting me be part of the show this week, uh, even though it was under the weather. Guys, thank you. Gio, you have a great day. Thank you, as always, Big Dave. And uh, God willing, I'll see everybody next Wednesday. Okay, thanks for being with us, Joe. Take care. Okay. Uh, Joe Rodriguez, my partner, and uh, we'll hope we'll have him back in the studio next week. That's it for the show this week. We'll work on some other things, and we'll uh, be back with you next week uh, for another edition of the show. Gio, uh, my thanks as well to you, and uh, we'll talk to you as well next week, everybody out there. We'll see you then. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station, its owners, advertisers, or agencies.